Hey guys, welcome to The Honest Room. I'm Janan. Hey guys, it's your girl Amira. Let's keep it honest. Hey guys, welcome to The Honest Room. We're here with DJ Young Irv. What's up? How y'all doing? We're doing great. Okay. First question off rip, Urban, best place to find you on social media and your social media names are all DJ Young Herb. Yeah, so Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, all of that, Facebook. Facebook going to be Urban, DJ Young Herb, Mitchell, and then everything else is DJ Young Herb. <laughs> Do you have a SoundCloud or anything where we could um, listen to your mixes? The mixtapes, yep. Yep, same thing. You can go straight directly to SoundCloud and pay uh, DJ Young Herb. Uh, you will find me on there. I'm on Spinrilla. Also, I got a couple of songs like on Apple Music that I produce, like far as beats and stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm on everything. That that's the question was actually on the list because I when did you start producing beats? Because I knew about the DJ and then all of a sudden I looked one day I was like produced by. Her. Oh yeah, I, I didn't even know the producing thing. Yeah, like my dad was a producer, so like growing up, I always been around like music and beat making. I just never wanted to do it. Um, I just picked up the DJ thing, like doing college and like 12th grade, I wanted to do it, but um, I picked up the DJ stuff, took it serious in college, and like by me being a DJ, I talked to a lot of artists, and they always asked me like, bro, you make beats? And it's just like, uh, I got tired of them asking me that, and then like I started going on the road and traveling with artists, so we'd be in the studio, and I'd just be looking, so I just wanted to learn more, and I just started making beats all of a sudden i wanted to bring my dad back into it so he can start doing it again then i just started making beats and just giving them to artists that i mess with so, what artists have you traveled with um so my artists that i travel a lot with uh their names is now wow and esco but they go about like cashing out esco cashing out now wow and then our group is just cashing out We've been everywhere. We had a lot of shows coming up, but COVID messed all that up. We had Yeah, COVID's gonna whip everything. Yes, messed up everything. We had like ten shows lined up. We had a um show with Kevin Gates, Raw Wave, like the day before they shut Virginia down. That day we had a show with Raw. Oh, wow. I remember you posting about it. Yeah, he was yeah. posting about it. He was like, Oh, all right, never mind, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we couldn't do that. Like we only show like our last show before that was what Gucci Man, Lil Baby, and City Girls in Atlanta. And yeah, we got they they're signed with Joe Bros. And Joe Bros is a company that bring a lot of the big time artists to Richmond. So like they sign with them. So every show he basically though we on. So that's yeah, a big opportunity. Hopefully it can come back when this COVID stuff stops. So what was your inspiration to start DJing? Was it your dad or was it just like you really enjoyed music? Yeah, I always enjoyed music. And then like being around my dad, that helped like me knowing a lot of the music that I do know is definitely from my dad. I give him all the props. But um, I always enjoyed music. And then like when I was in 12th grade, I used to, I used to play basketball in high school, so I used to just care about basketball. And my dad used to make me want to rap and, like, fake make beats and fake rap. And I just didn't really want to do that. Like, all I cared about was basketball. Then, like, once I got um, in 12th grade as a senior, um, I got my I got a job or whatever. And I was making money, so I was like, forget playing basketball. I'm going to just go work. And then I started making money. And then I was like, what can I do? And then I was like, I'm a DJ. I was watching like a movie or something. And I just was like, I was want to DJ. That looked cool. And I told my dad about it. He wasn't really rocking with it. He's like, just focus on one thing. Like, I don't think the DJ thing going to be for you. Like, 
I don't really think you should do it. And I was just like kind of discouraged a little bit. But I was like, I'm going to just give it a try. So he was like, you buy all these shoes for every Jordan that come out. You want to buy shoes? You could buy your own DJ equipment. I ain't buying you nothing for Christmas. So I was like, all right, whatever. I just let it go. Like, forget being a DJ. So then I went to college. And when I went to college, I went to Fram College. When I was out there, the DJ was a senior. And it really, wasn't, it really wasn't that much people, like, DJing out there. Also, it wasn't a lot of Black people. So, like, the Black people was, like, a community because it was, like, mostly, like, white people at that school I went to so like all the black people used to have a place called Troville and that's where everybody would turn up at and I was just like all right bet since he a senior I'm gonna try the DJ thing out again I'm gonna see what I can do so the crazy thing is like Christmas break of my freshman year my cousin went to Hampton so you know a lot of people at Hampton like they got money and stuff like that so one of my cousin's friends gave him a DJ controller and was like, hey, bro, I'm going to give you this controller, and I want you to learn it. And then once you learn how to use it, I want my controller back. So my cousin took it, and he had it at his house on Christmas break. So when I came back, my family had a Christmas dinner. My cousin had the controller, and we just upstairs in his room messing with it. And, like, I just fell in love with the jump. Like, I'm like, this is so fun. Like, I got to get one. So the next day, I bought the same controller as him. And I took it back to school. Then I would just started posting it. Like, I just started posting me, like, practicing little mixes, like, pr- posting my controller, like, changing my stuff to DJ Young Irv because my Instagram name used to be, like, Flashy Irv or something like that. <laughs> and I was just like, right, I'm going to change all my stuff to DJ Young Irv, and I'm going to just really take this serious. And, like, I got my DJ name, Young Irv, from, like, my rap name. Like, my dad used to make me do songs. So, like, in middle school, I had, like, two videos and stuff like that. So I would just call my my name Young Irv because, like, my dad named Irvin, too. So he was Big Irv. I was Little Irv. I was talk- I okay, question. Because you didn't think that you would get into anything that, to do with music. Then you started DJing, and now you produce beats. You think there's yeah. a chance that you might get back into making music for yourself? Nah, I ain't. I ain't no rapper. <laughs> I was just doing that just to make my dad happy. Like I ain't really want to be no rapper for real, for real. I still don't. I don't see it in me. <laughs> but hey, you never know. It might be. I might get on one track. I do be getting on like the intro. So like people, when I do mixtapes and stuff, I will talk on the intro. But. Now, nah, as far as like an actual whole song, me on the verse and hook, nah, I probably won't do it. <laughs> Speaking of intros, isn't your DJ intro like your bitch favorite DJ or something like that? Yeah. Where did you all get of, that from? <laughs> all of that started in college. Like um, one day I was just in my dorm room bored because like it was nothing to do out there. Like everything was an hour away, the mall food, everything an hour. So I used to just have a lot of time in my room. And when I first started, I just was doing everything that I've seen other DJs do. So I was like, what's something catchy? So I just like, I just was recording myself. I was just saying random stuff like DJ Young Irv is your girlfriend, favorite DJ. Um, Different rant, anything. I was just, I just yelled <laughs> out like, it's DJ Young Irv. And then I was like, it's your bitch favorite DJ. Then like, I took it back to the crib. I let my dad hear my drops. I'm like, yeah, bro, I made these drops. And he was like, oh, shoot. Who said your bitch favorite DJ? That was Najee. And Najee, that's my best friend. That was my roommate at the time. I was like, nah, that was me. I was kind of nervous to let my dad hear it, though, because, like, I ain't really, back then, I ain't cussing in front of my dad. Like, I ain't really cussing in front of him or nothing like that. 
Uh, I thought he was going to be tripping, but he was like, oh, yeah, or that's the one right there. You got to use it. And then after he said it, I was just thinking about it. I was a little iffy because I ain't no disrespectful dude. Like, I ain't want everybody to just look at me and be like, he calling me a bitch or stuff like that. So I can't time, even front that. was actually That was the next question. Like, damn, so why she got to be a bitch? Yeah. But I get it. It's catchy. Like, it's all It's all like a marketing tool like everything in the entertainment business like everything is all about marketing and everything is like about branding so like i knew that once i did it and i seen what people reaction was i was like oh yeah i'm gonna keep this because like it's catchy it's a little vulgar but it's gonna catch somebody's attention and they're gonna remember me they're gonna remember my name after they hear that definitely and definitely after they be at one of my parties and see how i dj they definitely gonna remember so I'm like, all right, bet. I'm going to keep both of those. And I'm just go with it. Like, at first I was a little nervous, but I'm just, I was just like, forget it. Um, I like it. Then I started getting official drops, and it just started getting even better. I started liking the way it sounded. And then after that, I just kept it and ran with it. All right, so what type of events do you typically do? Because I did hear you say something about parties, and you said something about concerts. So what's your typical event? Like, do you do weddings? Do you do, like, um, you know, children's yeah. parties? Like, what's your type of event? What's your favorite? And what's the hardest one to actually DJ? You actually just um, did a wedding, right? Yeah, I just did a wedding Friday. I had three events this. So I had an event Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I got events Friday, Saturday, Sunday, next week too. Like basically the whole month of July already for like I'm in August already. So I'm just blessed. As far as my events, I just, I've done a lot. i only been DJing for like three and a half years. So almost four, almost four years, actually. Almost four. As far as my favorite event, I don't really, I really don't, I wouldn't say I really have a favorite event because every event is different. And then like, I just like DJing so much. I really don't really be caring what kind of event it is. Cause like, even if I don't know the music, I'm going to find the music so I can do the event just because I like DJing. Like it's more, it's not even more for the money neither. Like sometimes I give somebody a crazy deal just cause I don't, I don't really care about the money. Like I just like DJing. But um, I do everything. I do. I done weddings. I done Latino parties. I done the baby showers, graduations, regular parties, clubs. Oh, we might have to get that rate on the baby shower. Actually, um, I actually got a baby shower Saturday from three to eleven, and I'm getting a good a good little bag on that one because just because it's outside and it's a long time. But I definitely will look out for y'all. You know, the honest room. Y'all get the honest room discount. <laughs> you get it. You get it. You do all types of events. You've done shows, major shows where your um team is opening for Gucci and City Girls. You also do kids parties. So you're going to tell me that you don't feel like there's no difference in how hard you go between one event to the next. You going to stick to that story. <laughs> I mean, hey, like I'm a good, I'm a good DJ. I'm on a party. Like I don't care what the event is. Like we're gonna have fun. When I leave, you're going to just be like, hey, man, that DJ was good. Who was that DJ? That's what my goal is. Um, but far as, like, baby showers, of course, like, baby showers and little kids, it's all different. As um, far as little kids stuff, you want to know, like, what's the latest TV show that's on? What's the, what's the latest TikTok that's going to catch the kids' attention to make them dance and have fun? Like, you got to do your research. Like, being a DJ... A lot of people don't realize how hard it is to be a DJ. Like, a lot of people just be like, oh, man, I don't want to pay this much for a DJ. Or, like, I don't want to do this for a DJ. But, like, we got to pack up. 
we the first one there most of the time, the last one to leave. We got speakers. We got to pack that up. Um, I got turntables, controllers, um, and everything costs. Like, one speaker, like, my speakers, one of them cost $800. So oh, I wow, I didn't know that. Is that what you were doing when you were working at Best Buy? Is it, You was getting the discount and you did? No, no, Best Buy. <laughs> Best Buy won't hit it on nothing for my DJ career. I, I buy all my stuff from, like, guitar center. So really, like, credit is important. Like, that's where, how I got all my stuff from my dad. Like, when I first started, like, my dad ain't believing me, like I said. But once he saw me, like, take my money and buy my own equipment, that's when he was like, oh, yeah, he's serious. And after that, he supported me ever since. Like, he helped me get a credit card with guitar center. And then after that, it was a wrap. I was just, I was getting gigs. So, I was like posting, I post my first like gig on Snapchat and a girl in Goochland booked me. And then like it went from that first girl, I did her Sweet 16. And there was a dude in there that did like party promoting. And he was like, he just threw a party and his last DJ was so trash. And he wish I had, like he wish he would have knew me. And ever since then, like to this day, that dude still booked. And after my first party, like I just been booked ever since. So then my dad seen, that I'll have like a party and he was like, Irving, you need to go buy a sub. But now you I was in college, so I ain't had no job, job, you know, I ain't really had that much money. So shoot, I bought Yeah, he was like, how the hell I'm gonna afford a subwoofer? Yeah, and like a subwoofer costs fifteen hundred dollars. Like the ones I have, like one subwoofer costs fifteen hundred dollars. So I'm like, man, how can I do this? He like you can get a credit card so you can start your credit. Like you 18, you can get your credit rolling. So he was like, I'll co-sign with you. And after that, you will be good. So he did that, man. After that, I paid that card off. Then I just been booked. So I don't even need no card now. I just buy my own whatever I want, just off of DJ money. But um, yeah, I, I'm just blessed for real, for real. As far as like pricing and stuff like that, a lot of people don't realize like being a DJ is hard. Like you gotta, it's long nights. You gotta organize the music. You gotta see what the customers like. You got to ask them, like, what songs do they request? Some songs you might have, some songs you might never heard before. So you got to set that up. Then you you got to create your crates of music. And these is, like, crates of music is just, like, certain things that you play with in your party. So, like, a twerk crate. So, of course, like, all my twerk songs is going to be in this crate. But then you got to be creative because you don't want to be that DJ. Every time you go see this DJ DJ, you know what song going to come up next. Because I know y'all been to a party. Mm-hmm. And yes, I have the same spin every single week. But exactly. let me ask you, because you just mentioned, like, what song do you feel like when you play an event, everybody just goes up for? Like, what's the song that when you turn it on, it's just the events lit? Like, like over the years, that it's never going to change. Yeah, like, you know you got your, your main ones. Like, I could name five songs that y'all know y'all going to go here. Every time you go to a party, you're going to hear it don't matter where you at. You're going to hear Dreams and Nightmares. You're yeah. going to hear Swag Surf. You're going to hear your Finito. You're going to hear your Knuck If You Buck. Um, what's another one that you know you're going to hear? Wipe Me Down. Set It Off. Like, you know, every time you go to a club, you're going to hear those songs. So, like, that's what, that's what, like, creating crates and staying up all night. Like, it's important to be creative and not always just so used to, like, okay, I know I can play these songs and I'm straight. 
So like, that's what I don't want to do. I never want to be like comfortable being the same DJ, you know, like I always want to give my customers and people at my parties a different experience. So that's like one of my goals that I always try to set. But um, yeah, pretty much that's that's pretty much it. And then like back to like the speaker costs and stuff like that and pricing and what's my favorite, like far as being a DJ, like I just try to be the best, like, cause you got, you got a lot of DJs out here, for real, for real. It's just a lot of good DJs, too. And I ain't going to say, like, I'm the best, best, but, like, I want to be the best. Like, I try to hard pay it to make sure, like, I can do a good job and keep getting booked. So okay, so what that, DJ mixes do you listen to and you, like, damn, this is fire? Like, I really, like, what DJs do you really respect right now? And, and that you also, listen to mixes and you like, yeah, this is it. And to add to that, how do you set yourself apart from all those DJs? Because you just said, like, you know, well, it don't matter where we go, we're going to hear those same five songs. Um, what sets you apart from those other DJs? It just depends. It's just like, far as, I'm going to go back to a Janan question, like, far as DJs I listen to, a lot of, you mean like Richmond DJs or they can be like any DJ? I mean, I know this is, this is like your craft, so I'm sure you listen to a bunch of different DJs, so it could be anybody. Yeah, like my favorite bunch of DJs um, is like DJs in North Carolina, because like, they go hard, like they... They tag team with each other. Like they like always do events together and practice with each other. And like the North Carolina DJs, that's what I I listen to the most. Like North Carolina DJs, like DJ Double J. We got DJ Love Vegas, DJ Petro. It's a lot of DJs I listen to. Like their mixes because they're pretty big. And like it's a group called the Heavy Hitters. And that's what DJ Lonnie B, um, he's a Richmond DJ. He an OG legend in the game. All of them is in the part of the same group. So I listen to like a lot of like the heavy hit DJs. Um, but as far as my DJs that I listen to or like respect in Richmond, um, um, DJ Crush Groovy, that's my dog. Like that's one of the DJs that like took took me under their wing and showed me like the route as far as like traveling and touring and stuff. Like, I used to go with him and stuff. And I just seen how to move. Like, I definitely listen to him. That's, like, one of my favorite DJs. Um, also, DJ Ray Vaughn, for like, radio and mixes and stuff like that. DJ Ray Vaughn, OG in the game. Yeah, he definitely like that. I definitely listen to his mixes. And then also DJ K-Light and Sean Breezy. Like, those my those my my young boys. Like, well, they ain't young boys, but they younger than Rayvon and Groovy, but they older than me, but they like look at me like little bro. So they always got my back. I pay attention to them and learn from them. It's a it's a lot of DJs too. And like far as like 757, DJ Lil Lou too. All of us, we in a group called Earthshakers, me, K Light, and Sony. Um he DJ out seven five seven. But all of us in Earthshaker and like those like my brothers and my DJ gang, you know. And we fight with each other and get better. So like Definitely shout out to them. Okay, uh, back to Amira's question. What sets you apart from all of those DJs? Um, what set me apart is my age, really, because, like, it's a lot of younger DJs that in the game that's trying to get into it or that's been in it for a little bit, same amount of time as me that's my age. But for real, for real, like, my age makes a difference. And then the music that I have, like, being a DJ, you got to have music. You got to know the background. You got to know the history. You got to know all the different types of crazy. So if somebody was to ever throw something at you, you'd be able to handle it. And, like, that's really what set me apart. Like, music knowledge and my creativity, like, a lot of DJs my age, they not really seeing me like that far as that. And um, also just branding and um, what else? 
just branding and um, also turntables. A lot of DJs don't DJ on turntables. They just use controllers. And like, that's what I wanted to do when I brought my turntables. Um, I wanted to be different. Like I wanted to like not come to the club with a controller and then an OG see me and be like, man, you got that little controller. Like I wanted people to take me serious. So I went and brought turntables, learn how to use turntables, learn how to scratch, did my research, learn my history. And that's what really set me apart because this is like, I I really know how to DJ, you know, and I don't, I'm not scared to DJ anywhere. A lot of DJs, they can't even DJ uh, 40 of party, 50 of party, they'll get shook up. But um, also shout out to my boy DJ Vail. That's my, that's my brother in the DJ game. We're the same age. We do a lot of our parties together and shout out Mr. T. That's my host. Um, That's another thing though. Like if I had, if I ever had to pick like a damn far, I know y'all probably asked me that, but um, so or something I don't like. I really don't like talking on the mic because I'm a chill dude, but I do talk on the mic if I have to. But I pay, my, I pay my boy Mr. T. We do all our shows together, all our parties together. Shout out, so shout out to him. I can't forget him. I'm gonna shout out all my team while I'm on here because I ain't, I don't want nobody to hear this interview and be like, "Dang, you forgot about me." <laughs> so, is there any like? Because I know like with the rap game, it's a lot of rap beef, a lot of rappers beef, like even inner city rappers they beef with each other. Is there any DJ beef like? Do DJs beef with each other? Are DJs like haters when other people get more bookings than them? Like, how does that go? Yeah, it's 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 always gonna be hating, whatever you do. I wouldn't say it's a big thing, but it's like sometimes a lot of older DJs sometimes they don't they might don't want to help you. Like when I first stepped stepped into the DJ game, a lot of older DJs didn't like you know help me, and then like also some people that get booked that's younger and like older DJs sometimes they don't like that like. Dang, all of these young boys coming in and getting on the gigs, you know? <laughs> but it's always going to be hate. And then it's like some of the younger dudes, they like, I don't know, like they they say they, like you will see them in person, everything be good. Then once you DJ or you will hear something like, oh, blah, 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 said that. But I don't get into none of that. Like I stay out the way. I just do me, you know? Like the hate going to always come, but I just stay to myself and do me. And don't even worry about none of that. I try not to get in none of that drama stuff. I don't really like drama. Hi, y'all. We're back with DJ Young Herb. So, Amir, you were asking a question? Yeah, so um, my question is, I know that you work, you know, a typical nine to five. So how do you balance, you know, working, uh, DJing, your social life, your love life? How do you balance all of that in one? It's hard. Like, it is hard. Um, I work at DMV right now. Um, hopefully one day I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just work strictly full time DJing. But luckily with all this COVID stuff, I'm glad I didn't do it yet because I would have been down bad without a job you know <laughs> but um hopefully one day i can just be a full-time dj when i decide doing that but uh i work a nine to five i'm still in school um so it's a lot to handle and like far as like a relationship you just gotta hire like somebody that's gonna like understand your lifestyle or is a business owner or somebody that's similar that can understand because a lot of people might can't understand like those long days DJing all night and then 
leaving at nine and not coming home until two o'clock in the morning or those long days in the studio, hours and hours just in the studio. So you got to have somebody that's going to be like by your side and that can trust you. And um, it take a lot, but um, I just I just do what I do. I try to communicate, you know. And just All right, I see. I up. see you trying to get out the question, so I'm gonna ask it direct because I saw you just try to like <laughs> wiggle around it. Are you dating, and how does the person you're dating feel about your job, and does that cause any friction in the relationship you have with the person you are or are not dating? Well, I'm single right now, so I don't have to worry about those problems. But in the past, I, I have had a situation where. Like, yeah, it has conflicts because, you know, your significant other going to miss you while you're gone. So it's just communication and time management for real, for real, to be honest. So I try to do I try to do the best I can with that. Did that answer your question? Yes, was that a it good did. Answer? Was that a that good was answer? A, that, that was a good answer because you was trying to, like, real get out of me. So my <laughs> last question for you, Irvin, is what advice would you give somebody that's up and coming and that wants to be a DJ? Um... Fires up and coming, just like do your research on it. Um, also, like when you do your research, like learn the different types of can, like uh, like different types of computers, different type of like controllers and stuff like that. Because like when I first started, I wasted a whole lot of money. Like I wish somebody would have told me like the difference in different controllers. Because like I bought like every controller I could. I just buy one and then like upgrade. A couple months when I get some more money and then upgrade again when I could have just got the top of the line stuff and just been good. Um, also, just like ask questions and try to get a mentor because that definitely can help. Like far as music, knowing your music, somebody that can show you the ropes and like your do's and don'ts. Like far as contracts and just different stuff like that because a lot of people would get over on you. Like when I first started, like I had a little situation where like. Somebody I knew, it was like a friend of the family, and I just was like, all right, I trust them. I ain't got to give them no contract. And then I did their whole party, and they got drunk, and they left the party. And then I was just sitting there, like, didn't get paid. And I had to, like, chase them for, like, the next day just for my money when I could have just been up front. So, like, just the business side of it, too. Um, just focus on that if somebody upcoming. Just have fun. Like, if you ain't doing it for, and you ain't having fun, and just get out the game. You feel me? Like it's something you gotta have a passion for. It's not always about the money. But yeah, that's, well, that that's was our last that. question. That's your last question. Thank, yeah. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us in the honest room, DJ Young Irv. Appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Thank you. It's a pleasure speaking with you. All right, y'all.